Next topic comes in from Patricia. I'd like if you can, during one of your sessions, uh, to discuss acceptance and surrendering to the moment. A little more about acceptance of things you cannot change, how to do it, how to lean into it, being okay not having control, because we as humans want control. So control is a recurring theme, I suppose, in anything to do with psychology, personal wellness, any of these topics, control comes in again and again and again. And that, uh, again, makes sense because, of course, what we're trying to do is step up to the plate and we're trying to uh, bring things forward in, in a useful way. But it can seem like a little bit of a paradox to begin with because... On one hand, we can say, well, look, you know, people are, are, are telling me I need to maybe take responsibility or I need to seize the moment or I need to be a bit more intentional or I need to bring things forward in a useful direction. They, they all sound like good and positive things. Yet, on the other hand, some of those exact same people post memes on Facebook or graphics on Instagram telling me to just stop, and to just be and to just relax. So what the hell is it? You know, how do I reconcile those two things? And that is, I suppose, where it gets uh, tricky some of the time. So the theme of, of acceptance, it, it sounds really nice. It sounds beautiful. But how do you do it? And more to the point, is it even okay to do it when it seems like we should be maybe trying to change things and improve things and bring them forward? So many schools of philosophy focus on exactly this question. And in more recent time, the field of cybernetics is literally the study of that question, how we exert our agency with systems, how we interact and engage with it. And this, again, sounds very technical, but it's more commonplace than we realize because every time you go into the garden and do a bit of gardening, you know, you've got a particular well, the garden functions in a certain way, and there's a sort of a relationship happening there. Anytime you drive a vehicle, the vehicle operates in a certain way. There's certain constraints and certain conditions. But then, of course, you have certain wills and desires as to where you want to travel. To. Playing a musical instrument will be similar. Because you don't just get to do anything you want. There are certain ways in which the instrument works, which you'll realize if you've ever tried to learn guitar or any other instrument. At first, it could seem like a bit of a battle, but with a little bit of practice you fall into a kind of a relationship with it where you're not trying to change it too much, but at the same time, you're not just leaving it sat there in the corner. You, you're, you're playing with it. You've learned to work with it. So a useful construct uh, to think about this is the example of the captain of the ship at sea. So if you ask the question, if you, if you frame it in that way and you ask the question, is the captain of a ship at sea are they in control? And what, is, what does acceptance mean in that scenario? You can see that it's not a simple question, are they in control? The answer is yes, no, and indirectly, yes. So let me break that down a little bit. So let's start with what they're not in control over. So in a direct sense, the weather is something they have no control over. It may be beautiful weather or it may be rather stormy, but the captain in that moment, the best thing they can do is to accept the weather. So how do they accept the weather? 
Well, they accept the weather by essentially not trying to focus their attention in to control it or to change it if that's not something available to them. And the interesting thing about that is that acceptance of the weather actually gives them more control because it means they can take that attention and then shift it over to things that they do actually have more control over, which is useful. So if you are the captain of the ship, that, that's not to say that it's nice if you're in a storm. It may be rather scary. And it's not to say that there isn't an effect of the weather. Those things that affect you, again, can have serious effects. The waves may be hitting the side of the ship. You may be getting drenched. The wind may be blowing against you. So there's very real effects. However, for the captain in that moment, probably the best thing they can do is just to simply acknowledge what's happening. Not to try and resist it, because it is happening. So not to resist the fact that it is happening. To recognize that it is happening. So that in a weird way there's a sort of a peace with the fact that it is happening, even though they don't like it and they do recognize the need to respond to it, albeit even with urgency. So they're recognizing what's happening. And that recognition actually empowers them. Because like a firefighter is putting out a fire, the first thing you're going to need to know is what kind of a fire is it and where is it? And that can only happen when you acknowledge that it is happening. Okay, there's the fire. But the captain, there's the storm. And what that allows them to do then is to focus their attention on what they do actually have control over, which are more local things like turning the wheel of the ship rigging the sails uh, appropriately, collaborating with the crew, getting the support that they need to bring the ship forward in response to the storm that's there. So putting all of that attention, which would have been lost in fighting the weather, putting that in instead to, uh, to the things they do have control over, it's a much more useful thing. And of course, it actually has a fighting chance of changing the situation they're in rather than uh, just battling what is and then building up tension and taking that awareness and that energy away from the things they do have control over. Now, there are some indirect things we can indirectly control. So the example here would be sailing to a port. So if the captain is on their way to a particular port, they have indirect control over that. They can't just choose to be at that port. So it's not direct control. But at the same time, they don't have complete uh, lack of control over that either. Because if they sail appropriately now and in the right direction, it becomes ever more likely that indirectly then they will arrive at that port. So what the captain needs to do for those things is they need to, to be aware of the trajectory, I suppose, of where they would like to be. And to certainly bear that in mind. But to break that down into individual actions or steps that they can be taking right now which hopefully are a win-win they bring things forward in an overall positive direction on the level of the journey but also they feel satisfying right now because they are empowering things that you can actually do that you have some relative control over so complex area but again what's interesting about this is we're doing it day to day whether we realize it or not so it's a useful meditation, I think, to have, you know, if you think for yourself, 
What are the things you're kind of resisting, but they're happening and maybe you will be better off accepting that they're happening. And that doesn't mean you don't respond to them. Quite the opposite. You're then free to be able to respond to them, but by focusing on the capacities that you actually have and the direction that you might like to see things move forward in. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or at JFL.com.